The Covenant Podcast is brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. CBTS exists to provide ministerial training in the context of a confessional local church. They are confessional, Baptist, affordable, accessible, and accredited. Stay tuned for more information about CBTS or head on over to their website at cbtseminary.org. The Covenant Podcast exists to discuss doctrine, theology, and the biblical worldview from a covenantal Baptist perspective. We pray that this resource will be edifying to you and glorifying to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let's get started. Our guest today is Pastor Wade Lentz. Wade has been blessed to pastor four different churches over the past 20 years. For the past six years, Wade has been the pastor of the church where he grew up, Barrel Baptist Church in Valonia, Arkansas. As much as he loves being a pastor, Wade has never lost his love for music and singing. In the year 2000, Wade formed a part-time group called Canaan Land, which consisted of his wife, his brother, along with Ronnie Lacaze and Kurt Crook. Wade is a husband, father, pastor, bass singer, and expositor of scripture. Brother Wade, welcome to the podcast today. Oh, it's good to be back here with you once again. Brother Wade, last time you were on the podcast, the topic that we discussed was expository preaching. Today, uh, I want to talk about sermon delivery with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that said, how would you describe sermon delivery to someone who is unfamiliar with this terminology? Right. Well, like you said, you know, the last time we, we spoke, last time I was on this podcast, we talked about expositional preaching uh, just briefly. But, you know, in reality, the, the exposition is not complete until the, the sermon itself is, is preached. And so, uh, you know, all think about this, all the preparation that a pastor does, all the hours of study. It virtually comes down to the actual delivery of the sermon. And so the actual delivery of the sermon is obviously a very important part because uh, it's what the people see. It is what the people hear. And so the delivery of the message is the, what I would say, the verbal declaration of the word of God. And so if we're going to do this, um, we need to be very clear, we need to be consistent, and we need to be concise. And I can kindly articulate upon that, build upon that um, a little bit. But uh, when I say be clear, we need to be clear as far as our sermon presentation. Uh, You know, every one sermon, your sermon needs to be well organized. It needs to be easy to understand, easy to follow. Of course, this takes place during the preparation time, your study time. But if the, if the message itself, if the sermon is not clearly thought out, 
if it's not clearly presented, then the listeners are not going to have, or excuse me, they're going to have a very hard time following you. So the pastor preacher needs to be very clear in his presentation, but he also needs to be clear in what I would say in his articulation. And by that, I mean, it doesn't matter how well your sermon is organized or how clearly you have it presented on on paper if the listener cannot understand you then they are not going to be helped um, now this is kind of near and dear to me because as a child i had a, a speech impediment and had to go through speech therapy and speech classes i could not say my my r's and uh and so it's, instead of saying rabbit i would say wabbit and uh my favorite cartoon character as a child was Elmer Fudd, you know, cause we, we talked the same, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, that, that carried on as I was very young in the ministry as a young man, I had to overcome that, that's speech impediment. And I had a very big problem of mumbling my words. And as I listened back to, my actual first sermon that I actually ever preached is was recorded, and I listened to that uh, about a year ago. And honest to goodness, I could hardly understand a word I said, and I was the one preaching. And uh, so I've had to learn to not only be clear in my presentation, but be clear in my articulation of my words. The people who are listening to you should not ever wonder, what did the preacher just say? I missed that word or I missed those words. And so we need to be clear. Um, and then I would say that the preacher, the pastor needs to be consistent. Needs to be consistent. You know, Paul told Timothy to preach the word in season and out of season. And since we're talking about sermon delivery, we need to be consistent in our sermon delivery. And, uh, you know, your people should never have to wonder which preacher style uh, that the pastor is going to be preaching uh, from today. What, what kind of preaching style he's going to use? You know, is he going to be uh, John MacArthur style this Sunday or Billy Graham? Uh, be yourself, be consistent in your delivery and communicate the gospel consistently. And then with that, I would say be consistent, uh, consistently preach passionately. Um, don't be boring in your delivery. You know, we have been called to be the proclaimers of the most glorious truth this world will ever know. I mean, think about that. We have been called to verbally declare the word of God. We do not need to be boring. We should not be boring. We need to constantly preach passionately. I recently uh, heard Steve Lawson uh, say something on this topic. And uh, Steve Lawson said this, he said, sometimes I really think in reform circles, 
we are so afraid of Charles Finney that we are going to swing the pendulum so far in the other direction that we think boring is spiritual. And he said this, nothing can be further, farther from the truth. And I agree to that wholeheartedly. Preachers of the gospel should not be boring. They should be passionate, should be passionate. I, I'm reading a, um, a biography on George Whitfield and, um, you know, what it says about his preaching was that he was a very passionate, fiery preacher. And, and here, here's a man that was a Methodist. You don't, you don't think of a Methodist being fiery or passionate. And on top of that, he was a Calvinistic Methodist, but yet he was passionate in his preaching. And so I would say to, as, as far as sermon delivery, be clear, be consistent, and then be concise. I'm not saying to preach short messages, but there certainly is no glory in preaching over an hour either. And uh, we're, we're not John MacArthur. We can't get a... a away with that very long and so say what you need to say and then stop and let the holy spirit uh use the message for his glory so that's kind of briefly what uh, i would say the delivery of the sermon is and being clear being consistent and being concise okay well uh Thank you for that answer. You kind of hit on my next question briefly. Uh, are there any examples of scripture of a preferred sermon delivery method, or is this just a matter of personal preference in the pulpit? You know, that's a, that's a good question. I cannot think of any uh, scriptural method of preaching. I, I do understand that uh, each Bible character in the New Testament, obviously preach within their own style, their own personality. Um, I certainly believe that John the Baptist preached in a different style than Apollos. Um, which one was right? Well, neither, neither was right, neither was wrong. Uh, they both preached in their own personality. And that's one thing that as a young preacher, I was guilty of, I was, I had a evangelist that I just loved to hear. And I thought, man, that's the way I want to preach. Uh, but I found out that I was not that evangelist and I was trying to be somebody that I was not. And so, uh, I, I don't know of any scriptural, uh, you know, preference as it, as it goes to sermon delivery, but, uh, really it goes down to each person's personality. Uh, I'm not going to be as animated as some others. Um, but nevertheless, we should all be passionate as we declare the word of God. So you mentioned the difference between the personality and deliverance of uh, John the Baptist and Apollos. What are some in, some common styles of sermon delivery that you are familiar with? And uh, can you flush those out a little bit? 
Yeah, I mean, if I'm understanding your question correctly, you know, there's there's different methods and different styles of of sermon delivery that, you know, some preachers use uh, what we would call impromptu speaking, which means that they get behind the pulpit with virtually no preparation whatsoever, and whatever's on their mind comes out through their mouth and obviously that is not the correct way uh, nor i believe the biblical way a man of god should preach the gospel you know we have over and over in scripture where this thing of we're to study and to show ourselves approved and so forth and there's this a principle of 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 working and you know, knowing what you are preaching about and, and knowing the text and so forth. And so impromptu speaking, uh, it, it does happen. And a lot of uh, preachers in the South, that's what they do. And some people believe, well, when you have a, if you bring sermon notes up there to the pulpit, then you're quenching the Holy Spirit. Um, and they don't have any biblical grounds to say such things, but uh, nevertheless, that is a method of preaching style that is seen. And then another method would be that of what I would call free speaking, which which means that you know they have uh, wrote out their notes. They do have notes, uh, and they may have even wrote out their notes manuscript. Uh, in their study, but what they bring to the pulpit is just what we would call skeletal outlines or something or some brief notes. And so they're uh, able to speak more freely, but yet can kind of follow an outline. And then there's something called uh, preaching from manuscript, which uh, the pastor preacher is writing his sermon verbatim. And um, the caution that I would use on this method is to be sure that you don't get up there and just read your sermon, um, which can happen. Now, I personally preach manuscript, but I try you know, my best to try to memorize as much as I can and and to know the sermon not only in my mind but in my heart but manuscript is a sermon method or sermon style and then lastly is just uh preaching from memory i mean you're absolutely reciting your sermon uh you know and the danger in that is it can sound robotic it can sound like you're you're memorizing you know everything and to the danger of that is, is that if you have a mind like my mind, you're going to lose your train of thought. And if that happens, you're in trouble because you have, uh, you don't have any notes to fall back on. So the way I uh, prepare a sermon and the way I deliver a sermon is through manuscript, but I do not read the sermon. There are times, obviously, that I look down and try to take a snapshot of my next phrases or next uh, 
sentences and so forth, but I'm most of the time looking up, looking at the people, making eye contact with the, the people. But in short, that is the, the most common styles of, of sermon delivery. Can you talk about the change that has been made in your sermon delivery as you've pastored over the years? How would you describe your sermon delivery in the earlier days of your ministry in comparison to your sermon delivery now? Yeah, um, I, I would say that in my earlier years, and I've, I've been in the ministry now for 25 years. I was called when I was uh, 17 years old. And uh, when I first started preaching, I would use more or less skeletal outlines. and um, which I did that for several years. Um, it was not until probably 10 years ago that I actually started writing out my sermons manuscript. And what I found is that I was able to retain a lot more doing that. And uh, I had less problems losing my train of thought. And so that's one way that my uh, sermon delivery has changed. Um, of course, like I said, I've been in the ministry for 25 years, and I'm still uh, a novice, and I, and I feel very inadequate trying to speak on this subject um, because I am, every Sunday night, every Monday, I'm listening to my sermon. I'm trying to fine tune the gift of the calling that uh, the Lord has called me in and uh, always trying to better myself in that, not for my own glory, but for his glory. I want to be a better communicator of the glorious gospel. And um, so even 10, 15 years down the road, I pray that I'm still passionate about preaching and still passionate about the calling that, that he has entrusted me with. Okay. Uh, another question that I wanted to ask you that I briefly skipped over earlier, what is the responsibility of the preacher while they preach the word of God? And how does this pertain to sermon delivery? Mm -hmm. The responsibility of, of the preacher is to proclaim the scriptures, preach the text. And then, you know, we ought to be very purposeful in our, our preaching. And that is we, we must declare Jesus Christ throughout whatever scripture we are preaching from, whether it's the parables or Proverbs, we ought to declare to the people to whom we're speaking the Lord Jesus Christ and what he has come to do in our world and for us. And so that that's the, the main objective of, of the preacher. And as it goes with our delivery, um, it goes back to our, our being passionate, our being passionate of, of what he has come to do. And, um, so, that's kind of in, in a nutshell, that's the objective of, of, of a pastor, of a preacher. Make much of Jesus in every sermon 
um, whether you're preaching from Genesis or Revelation, you preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. And um, that will always motivate the preacher, motivate your preaching, and that will motivate your delivery uh, to see souls born again. What are the roles of humor and emotion in the pulpit? And what are some common ways that humor and emotion are abused during sermon delivery? Yeah, very, very good question. You know, there are some guys that believe it is a sin to have any type of humor, you know, in behind the pulpit. Um, I don't necessarily believe that. Um, I believe that um, there are times that you can say something lightheartedly and, and get a response of a laugh throughout, uh, you know, the, the people who are listening to you. Um, I don't see anything wrong with that. So long as it, it does not take away from the sermon, but adds to the listenership of those sitting there listening to you. It adds to their attention span, you know, as they're uh, listening. But um, so I, I, I'm not anti-humor, but it needs to be, you know, we're, we're not comedians. God has not called us to be comedians. He's called us to be proclaimers. And it needs to be done in, in good taste. And, uh, you know, that kind of takes us to the theatrics and the emotions of uh, what you're talking about of a preacher. I, I think it's very good for a preacher to, to be very emotional when he's preaching. Um, what we have to guard against, especially uh, this is more prominent in the South is what I call preachertainment. Got to guard yourself of that. And where, what I mean by that is that, is that people who hear you preach, re remember more of your antics and your theatrics than you do, than they do your message. Mm -hmm. And if that is um, happening, that's a very dangerous uh, road that you're taking as a, as a preacher. Um, I know guys that, you know, stand up on the pews and jump off the platform and, and, you know, just so much, uh, theatrics and what they say may not be bad. What they're saying is good stuff, but guess what? It's getting lost. And so we should never, never elevate your style over our substance. The substance of what we say is the most important thing. And uh, I've seen a lot of young preachers get caught up in this thing of, I can try to outshout so-and-so, I can out holler so-and-so, and if I do, I'll get more amens. Hmm. Well, you're gonna find yourself in a trap and that is the people who come to hear you are not really coming to hear you. They're coming to watch you. Mm. Uh, there's a certain preacher. I will not name his name, 
but uh, very controversial. He's in the independent fundamental Baptist movement. And um, he is known for his theatrics on stage. I mean, he hoops and hollers, uh, climbs his own pulpit, and um, just honestly makes a fool of himself. And in my opinion, dishonors uh, his calling. Um, but something's going to, one of these days, this man that is leading his church and pastoring his church who, you know, when this man hoops and hollers, his church hoops and hollers and they just go crazy. One of these days, he's going to get too old to move around. And the only thing he's going to have to preach is his voice. So what's going to happen then? And so many times you have to be careful that uh, make sure your style, make sure your antics and your theatrics never, never elevate themselves over the substance or be, it becomes preachertainment. And so-and-so will say, Hey, I, I, I really love to hear uh, uh, this brother preach because man, he, he just is so, uh, he gets so carried away and it's a very dangerous road for a young preacher to be on. You preach the word and you preach it passionately, but do not become a glorified entertainer. Hmm. Well, with that said, let's transition to the last question. You said, especially to a young preacher to preach the word, don't become a glorified entertainer. What more advice would you give to a young preacher who hopes to exposit the scriptures? And more specifically, what advice would you give to them about sermon delivery? Mm -hmm. Well, I would recommend that you listen to great expositor preachers, great expositors, and you listen to them. And I'm talking about men who are seasoned, not not novices, but men who are seasoned, who men who have been proven. Listen to them. Um, that that to me is, is 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 one way that I would recommend that every young person preacher do listen to many exposit, expository preachers, glean from them, emulate to them to the best of your ability, but do not, um, become them be your own. Uh, I can only preach the way Wade Lentz can preach. I cannot preach like John MacArthur. I cannot preach like Steve Lawson or anybody else, but I can glean from them. I can, uh, learn from them, but I'm going to have to, preach the way Wade Lynch preaches. And, um, and that's, that's what God has called me to, to do. And, uh, and what was the last part of your, of, of the question there? Just how would you, or what advice would you give about sermon delivery, uh, and expository preaching to a young preacher? Yeah. Yeah. The, the advice I would give on sermon delivery is, uh, I just kind of reiterate what I said earlier, be clear, 
be consistent, be concise. And I don't know if there's much more I can add to that, but those three things, uh, especially to young preacher are so vitally important. Um, that uh, you're going to grow as a preacher, uh, as a pastor, you're going to grow in your sermon delivery. Uh, some people grow quicker than others. There's some younger preachers that have uh, their gift seems to come more naturally and, and, and others as myself. It, it took me years and years to where I could just halfway preach. Um, it took a lot of work. I, I'm not a naturally gifted preacher. Some people are, I'm not, but be yourself, uh, for the glory of God, be yourself and preach, uh, the glories of his holy, infallible, inerrant word. Brother Wade, I've enjoyed this conversation so much, and I appreciate your ministry and getting to watch you preach on Facebook, and so grateful for you, brother. So thank you so much for joining the Covenant Podcast today. Well, thank you so much for having me, and may the Lord bless you and your family. You too, brother. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Podcast. If you've enjoyed this resource, or you simply like the Covenant Podcast, head on over to our iTunes page subscribe, and leave us a review. We are also available via Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, and Podbean. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Podcast. Grace and peace to you.